0: A consolation prize for all of us is that we get to hear from Brian Kilmeade, New York Times bestselling author and historian, co-host of Fox and Friends, a nationally syndicated radio talk show host, and a man who is just killing it on the weekends uh, with uh, Brian Kilmeade's America, One Nation. It is uh, a show that is sweeping the nation. Brian, it is great to talk with you. How's it going?
1: Uh, Thanks for having me on, Frank. I appreciate it.
0: Brian, one of the things that uh, I have had on my list to ask you about is the testimony yesterday from Durham, the special counsel that was investigating the Operation uh, Crossfire and the uh, genesis of the Russiagate investigation. And he was pretty critical of the Department of Justice for the way they handled Russiagate and the investigation. Someone that did not seem impressed with, with Durham, though, was... Florida Republican Congressman Matt Gates. Here's a little bit of their exchange. Did you
1: ever know who his lawyer was? Mifsud's lawyer? We talked to his lawyer in Europe. Not in, I don't know if him. So you could find the guy's lawyer, but you couldn't find him? We uh, contacted uh, somebody that we knew it had, rep- had represented him in a part of the effort to try to locate him. And you got the lawyer? And then now you're, you're sitting here in front of the judiciary saying you could find the guy's lawyer, but you couldn't effectuate the service of a subpoena because you couldn't find him? Well, do, you, first do you know how all, silly that sounds? As you may or may not know, we wouldn't have um, the authority to serve a subpoena overseas. Um, the lawyer didn't know where Mifsud was. He was in communication uh, with him, but he claimed not to know where he was. And we are trying to arrange um, an opportunity to talk to Mifsud. Did you take possession of two BlackBerry phones from Mifsud in any way? There were phones that were provided to us by. Oh, so you could find Stanford's the phones with the
0: guy, correct? Do you see how silly this looks? Like you found the lawyer, you found the phones, but the actual dude who yeah. got ordered by Western Intelligence to go start this thing you couldn't find—it's—it's kind of laughable. It seems like more than disappointment, Brian. I'm curious what you thought of Durham's testimony overall, and sort of the criticism by that dude, Matt Gates, which uh, he described as laughable. Durham's performance.
1: Well, I thought his performance was strong. I thought a three-year thorough investigation. One of the key points for everyone to point out is this guy was heralded by Eric Holder and Janet Reno. So they praised him as soon as they said, oh, the Republicans going to do another investigation. Then they picked John Durham, and everybody said, well, this guy's really good, uh, and he's not a partisan, so they're going to have trouble ripping him apart. What was clear in his opening statement was he's not going to have full parameters to do everything he wanted. And, I'm, you know, the, the criticism is if James Comey will not testify, will Hillary, Hillary Clinton will not testify, if uh, McCabe won't testify, subpoena them. And if they uh, take the fifth then decide who gets immunity and who doesn't, or at least make it public, they don't want to talk. But I do think that he concluded the most important thing. And the conclusion is this investigation did not have to be launched. There was no reason for it. It should have been stopped in its tracks by September. The John Brennan had briefed President Obama to say that Hillary Clinton put out uh, this uh, this campaign to get attention away from her email scandal and wanted to do some type of linkage with Trump. It should have stopped everything right there. Instead, Peter Strzok, Lisa Page, and uh, McCabe, Uh, They, Comey, supervising. They would go off on a crazy tangent. They call it confirmation bias. So if I want to find Frank Morano guilty, I'm going to forget everybody that says good things about you. Only find people that say something bad about you. Find that that you walked through a bad neighborhood one time. Put that in a report, leaving out all the other things that would have told the truth. Instead, I tell my narrative because I believe Frank Morano is a bad guy. I'm only going to find out people that are against you, neighborhoods you shouldn't have been in, uh, things that may or may not have happened that may— made, made, me help convict you, and that's what Durham tried to show, in terms of bringing people in sensational report, getting in depth. I understand Matt Gates's frustration, and for people to know, uh, most people do not know this at the level we do. For example, when people bring up Charles Dolan, it's not the founder of Cablevision. Right, Charles Dolan is the guy in Europe. Excuse me, in Russia. They made original contacts when Clinton and Yeltsin were dealing with each other. Charles Dolan made all these contacts, and it looked like we were going to be friendly with Russia, and we're trying to get him into a market economy. Hard to believe. Charles Dolan was in there making all these contacts. He's totally welcome. The Russians liked him. When Vladimir Putin takes over, it wasn't a welcome place for him, but he still stayed there. So when DeShenko becomes the source for Christopher Steele, we think, okay, there's the Russian. No, Deschenko's here. Dushenko has no contacts in Russia, can't get into Russia. He's using Charles Dolan as a contact. So Charles Dolan's providing all this information that goes into the Steele dossier. And Dushenko says, I can't confirm this. I'm just giving you what uh, what Dolan gave me. And Steele's like, I'm going to put it in here. I'm not saying it's all right. And then I'm going to give it to the FBI. But I'm just telling you this is a series of reports saying, oh, my God, this is unbelievable. Can you confirm it? He goes, no. What if I give you a million dollars to confirm it? And, and uh, Steele goes, no, I can't. All I got is Dolan Toshenko who told me, and I wrote it up and I gave it to you. A million dollars. You went to? No, a million dollars. I can't do it. So it's frustrating when you do a report and don't talk to Charles Dolan. It's frustrating when Mifid is in the middle of all this. And he was also in the World Cup scandal that exposed the corruption with the Cutter Games. And you don't talk to his lawyer or you don't find him. That's frustrating. I get it with Matt Gates, But it doesn't get away from the story. He irreparably damaged the Trump administration, the campaign, and our country. And poisoned perhaps forever, as evil as Russia and Vladimir Putin is, our, our relationship with Russia for political gain in a campaign that they lost. Mm. So Matt Gates is frustrated because he gets so detailed. This is one thing I understand, but don't dismiss the conclusions.
0: That makes uh, a lot of sense. Uh, I find it tough to argue with anything that you said there. Uh, w- speaking of Donald Trump and Trump campaigns, we're in the midst of the third Trump presidential campaign right now. This week, just yesterday, your colleagues, uh, Martha McCallum and Brett Baer, were named as the moderator of the first Republican presidential primary debate. So far, President Trump has indicated that he's likely to skip that first debate. In your view, I mean, Trump clearly is the front runner. He's also the person that has the most experience getting ratings on television. Will people tune into these debates if Trump doesn't participate in them?
1: Not as high. No question. Not as high. Uh, So if you're Trump, you
0: almost have an incentive to skip it because you're ahead and you don't necessarily want to give a Chris Christie or a Doug Bergram or a Vivek Ramaswamy or a a Tim Scott an opportunity to cut into some of your support, right?
1: I understand that school of thought. And because we never had this before, a former president who wants to be the next president, a 45 that wants to be 47. So uh, I'll go back and see what Grover Cleveland decided. I, you know, we can't really – you know, we don't have a precedent for it. But he lost 10 points when the indictments came out. Uh, so if it goes back down to earth – and DeSantis looked really good last night with Kaylee McEnany. When he starts going into the lion's den or gets uh, harder, um, uh, more – you know, if if – uh, unfair interviews, uh, which, which which we saw with Trump went over to CNN, even though he prevailed. When he starts going into more divisive situations and he starts doing well and the gap starts closing, that might force him to do things. You know, if another indictment comes down in Georgia and Trump loses another 10 points, and another indictment comes on January 6th and he loses another 10 points, and the trial starts... Um, you know, maybe the trial gets underway in August. I don't think it will, but they're trying to get uh, arguments done August fifteenth. Then he'll come down to Earth. He maybe he'll have to fight. Uh, but right now, thirty point lead, very talented field. Uh, they need Trump more than Trump needs them. Right. I don't think he's showing.
0: We um, we also got the obviously the news about Hunter Biden. In the tax case, the U.S. attorney, Mr. Weiss, in Delaware has indicated he's still investigating. So while the charges that uh, Hunter is preparing to plead guilty to don't involve barisma or bribery or money laundering or any of the more serious charges, the U.S. attorney says this case is still open. Hunter's attorney says, no, that's it. We're done. We think this is it. Where do you see this going? Do you think Hunter could still be facing additional, more serious charges? And what do you think the political implications of this whole thing are? Well,
1: I'm learning a lot about unfair rapper sentences. Uh, we Kodak Black's uh, lawyer was on last night, and he's like, are you kidding me? My guy went to, went to jail for 45, uh, 45 months. And then Wesley Snipes, just tax evasion. He didn't get concurrent sentences. He got consecutive sentences, if I got that right. So instead of just saying one year in jail for not filing taxes for three years, he got three years. Wesley Snipes, the guy was a top five actor in the world. And he gets jail for not paying his taxes, which, you know, sometimes these guys set up these huge teams in you know, like Billy Joel gets robbed by his brother-in-law. You know, there, there are things that happen. You think your accountant's taking care of it, and they don't. Well, and as a Met uh, fan, don't forget
0: my guy Jerry Kuzman, Brian.
1: No, I, did, I didn't know. What is Jerry Kuzman? Yeah, he
0: situation? went to uh, prison for six months for tax evasion.
1: Didn't I know that? Wow. I, I'm learning a lot. Let me write that down. I might use that today and take claim it as my own.
0: Be, be, my, um, be my guest.
1: Right. So So the thing that blows me away is, they never looked into the la They don't know if the laptop was used in this investigation and they don't are not looking into the overseas dealings, which he gets between five and 10, 15 million, 10 million that we know. Where's that money? And by the way, he's paying one hundred thousand dollars. He made a one point five million and he's paying one hundred thousand dollars. Do you realize what a low percentage that is? You are right. If we make one point five million dollars. We're paying 50%. If you take out the New York taxes, maybe 55% of that money goes away. So why is he paying so low? He doesn't pay anything for two years. He has to pay it back. Somebody else is paying it for him. Someone else already already paid a a tax bill for him, and now they got to pay another one for him. He doesn't have a job, and he gets away with his international business dealings. where We understand there's millions of dollars that have passed through Hunter Biden's hands. How could they possibly close this investigation? Weiss says it's not closed. His lawyer says it is. So what's
0: your prediction? Do you think we'll see something additionally from Weiss?
1: I think Comer has to come up with more. And, you know, in one bank, they have $5 million. What about more banks? When they start getting more of these suspicious banking activity reports and start looking into them, I think we're going to have more and more pressure to look at him, and we all know it's not about a uh, drug-addled, hooker-loving son of a politician. This is about how it relates to Joe Mm. and the man that structured all these deals, who did it all, especially CEFC, the energy company associated directly with the Chinese bank. that cut a deal on lithium mines, which we need for all our batteries, lithium mines in the Congo. To help the Belt and Road program of China is Tony Bobolinsky set it up for Hunter Biden. Bobolinsky has not been questioned. How could you possibly do right. an investigation on Hunter and not talk to his business partner that was recruited by the family at the Beverly Hilton Hotel by Joe and then brought in to structure this whole thing? You're not interested unless, of course, you didn't touch the international business dealings yet, which, of course, if you want to calm the political climate, say we're looking into that now.
0: Uh, Brian, how much are you uh, monitoring this submersive, the the Titan, this morning? Are you guys on Titan Watch or are you, are you taking a yeah, little bit of a absolutely. step away?
1: No, absolutely. I mean, it's the last hours. Uh, the banging continues. We don't know where it's coming from. Submersibles are in the region. You know, we're just seeing more and more reports that this thing was not worthy. This is where everybody's into adventure. We, I don't have that gene, but these guys obviously did, these wild explorers, the billionaires that want to go around the world in a balloon or want to go down <laughs> to the depths of the ocean. But you, you do have to make sure it is worthy. SpaceX, it's a risk, but you know that that, that that rocket's been tested over and over again. You know, the Gemini 1, you know that that's been tested. The more you hear about the the uh, vessel, this thing was. It was terrible. Yeah, Uh, a lot of people are just coming out going, "Yeah, I would never get in that thing."
0: No, it's uh, I I,
1: I, I refers it down. I got my money back. So that's that's the sub story.
0: It's a it's a sad situation, and uh, hopefully uh, hopefully we hear some good news in the, in the next couple of hours. But as as Yogi would say, it's uh, it's getting late early. Brian, it is always a treat uh, to chat with you in our weekly visits, and uh, you can tug your ear when you use that Jerry Kuzman information, and that'll be my cue that you got that from me, a, a la Car- Carol Burnett.
1: Absolutely, and I know you're going to be asleep, but don't forget the big radio show. We got it; it's nine to noon. But you guys carry ten to noon today. Um, We're going to open up with Jonathan Turley.
0: It's uh, not not a better show, and not a better show in the world. Brian, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Go go get him, Frank. Eight hundred eight four eight nine two two two. We'll do fifteen seconds of fame straight ahead.
1: The other side of midnight.